Hello, spooky listeners. From our spooky gay family to yours, we wish you a very creepy Christmas. <laughs> Sam Baxter. Hello, Pissy Miles. How are you? I'm well. How are you? I'm... Well, I was doing okay. And now I don't know if I am. <laughs> okay. Because someone else is here. <laughs> I knew that's where this was going. <laughs> that's right. Oh. It is Thanksgiving. Today. This very day. This day is Thanksgiving. <laughs> and so we are unfortunately thankful for the fact that Barb is here. <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> Welcome back, Barb. Hi. That's all I got. That's all I got, apparently. It's just a quick little hello. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Are you stoned? What the fuck? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> I have a new puppy. I don't sleep anymore. I was like, how are you doing? I'm good. <laughs> you're like Eddie Izzard <laughs> he's like he's like ciao <laughs> living my best Kim Kardashian life over here <laughs> what's new with you not much I have a new dog I'm doing real estate I'm busy and I'm exhausted <laughs> why are you exhausted you don't do anything with real estate <laughs> I have to leave thank you so much for having me for all three minutes no. Are you busy? I am busy. How many houses? What do you mean, how many houses? What kind of question is that? How many houses? I have the one listing I'm working on. <laughs> <laughs> but it's been exhausting. No, I'm just teasing you. I know that it's a lot. No, but, no, uh, it, It's funny. I, I don't think I could be a real estate agent. You could. It's not that bad. It's stressful. Um, and there's. And I, I think will, I would hate everyone. That's fair. I think, honestly, what makes it so difficult, especially in the beginning, is you go through all of these classes and then you get affiliated with a brokerage and they put you through like a boot Do you have camp. to be affiliated with a brokerage? Yes, you can't practice. You, when, when you are a real estate agent, you are a representative of the broker. So you can't just do it without a brokerage. You'd have to... You'd At have all? To, no, you'd have to get your broker's license and um, like start a brokerage. Why? Because that's how it's done. But like, what's the reasoning? Oh God, somewhere my teacher is like, come on, you know this. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just more that it's to protect the public from like shady people. Like it's like, and like on top of that, it's just you. Yeah. But shady people could become brokers. I mean, that is very true. There's, I'm sure there's a, I can't think of the reason. I'm so tired. <laughs> I just know that I represent the broker and I cannot, I cannot like sell um, real estate without um, being affiliated to a brokerage. Like if your broker, like, like this is morbid, but like if your broker like suddenly died 
and there was nobody else in the brokerage with a broker's license, we would all like not just be able lose to your practice. Jobs. Yeah, we would we'd have to like go and affiliate somewhere else. How strange. Well, I mean, you could also like somebody who is like been in it for like three years or whatever and meets the requirements could get like a temporary brokerage, a uh, temporary broker um, license, and they would have to like fulfill the course requirements and the things and get licensed within a certain amount of time. Is it hard to become a broker? Uh, uh, maybe. I mean, you have to do it full time three years and you have to be able to prove that you've been doing it full time three years. And then meaning you did not have another source of income. Yeah. You've, or I, I guess, or you do a certain amount of transactions. It's, it's hard to, I mean, realistically what they usually do is like they talk to your broker and like, are they doing this full time? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, and then you have to fulfill, Oh God, it's so many hours. How many fucking, I think it's like 150 hours of um, course work. And the, there's like the first 75 is like a specific thing about like ethics and all that fun stuff. And then the other 75 is like office or something else. It's yeah. So you have to do a lot and then you have to take the state test, pass it, and then you can get licensed. A lot of, there's a lot of real estate agents who are like broker sales people. So they're affiliated under a broker, but they have their broker's license. So if they wanted to, um, start a brokerage or like start a branch or whatever they could they don't but they have their license for it this is riveting uh (laughs) (laughs) sorry (laughs) i'm just kidding Uh, i kind of want to become a broker just so i can like be your boss that's not how that works i want to i want to make you be in my brokerage well first of all that's not how it works the broker is not our boss they um like like they can't tell you like there's no like I mean, they can like they can release you from your contract and stuff like that if they don't like how you, how like how things are going. But they're not like he's not my boss. How do I become in charge of you? You would have to open up a branch, and I'd have to affiliate with you, which I wouldn't because I know what that would be like. <laughs> <laughs> You'd also have to become a real estate agent first and work for three full years. I could do that. Oh well, then you know, go do it. I'm gonna do it. I'm going to prove you wrong. You you can live. You can deal with the whole fucking ridiculousness of getting through everything and then realistically have not being taught anything that you need to know. <laughs> Is it expensive? The course I took was like 400 bucks. Oh, that's not that bad. No, it's not. And then, th- but it realistically... And to- then the test is $45,000. No. <laughs> realistically, to get into real estate, you need like $1,000 to get like started. I have a thousand dollars. Well, then you could. I have to move some money around, but I could do it. (laughs) (laughs) It's not bad. Gotta sell a few organs. It's kind of fun, and it's definitely like if you're interested in like like housing and stuff like that. It's interesting to see it from this perspective. Hmm. It's funny because I'm not. Well, (laughs) (laughs) well, but I mean, like people like because people like when you go to buy a home, realistically, everybody wants to do that and then the second it comes time to do that they go i don't understand how you fucking do this <laughs> so here's so, my question sure. when you eventually buy a house mm-hmm. are you going to have an agent or are you going to be your own agent if i'm licensed i will be my own agent you couldn't can you buy a house without an agent yeah you i mean realistically people can sell their houses without an agent or a brokerage and people can buy houses without an agent or a brokerage like you, because you, you technically all we do is help people sell their houses or help people find. And if you're acting as a buyer's agent, 
um, help people through the transaction. Hmm. Because you and everybody out there, you should have a realtor. And I'm not just saying that because I'm a realtor. It's because realistically, there's a lot to the process that you don't know and understand that a realtor will know and understand. Um, like, for instance, if you were going to buy like a FISBO, which is a for sale by owner. Um, oh. like I was like, I want a yeah, FISBO. Right. I don't know what that is, but it sounds like, like, a, like a gremlin. Yeah, no, right? <laughs> no, it's just like, because if you, if, you, if you want to buy a FISBO, and just don't feed it after midnight right exactly <laughs> um first of all they're going to be difficult because they don't understand the process they don't understand how to write up a contract so it sucks if you're a buyer's agent and you're working with a fisbo because they don't know necessarily what's what they're doing so they and there's no one there <clears throat> to guide them yeah and no and so essentially you're working for both at this point because you're gonna have to tell them no, you're actually supposed to do that. <laughs> you know, like how how often does that happen? Not very often, if I'm honest. Have you encountered it? Not yet, thank God. I have no desire to work with um, fizzbos at this point. Maybe the next one. No, <laughs> they're they're notoriously difficult because usually it's that they're trying to avoid the um, paying the commission. The commission, yeah, and um, which is a kind of bitchy thing to do because essentially it's like saying it's like especially because i do see situations where like people with fizzbos they're trying to avoid the commission but realistically when you work with a brokerage the brokerage takes on a lot so they pay for your advertising your marketing they pay for your um home to go up on zillow and truly so you'd have to pay for all that anyway yeah and like the mls and all that fun stuff that you would have to pay for if you weren't using um a brokerage and it's expensive and it's difficult. So you're probably not saving that much money. You're not. And then so realistically, they, a lot of them, what they'll do is if a lot of Fizbos will, um, they'll offer like the buyer's agent like a 1% commission, which is very low. Mm-hmm. You know, usually they offer, usually when in real estate, it's between a 5 and 6% commission that will be split between the listing agent and the buyer's agent. So you get about 2.5%. So in order to save money, you're realistically kind of fucking over your chances of people who will go to your house. Because... Not, I wouldn't do this if um, if I had a buyer and the and it made sense to bring them there. Like that's what they're looking for. But there are agents out there who won't do it because realistically, why are they going to spend put all that? Why yourself through the headache? Yeah, because it's it's like asking a plumber to come and do work on your house and then saying I'm only going to pay you one percent of your normal fee. <laughs> <laughs> but your life is going to be more difficult because I'm also going to pretend like I'm a plumber and I'm going to sit there and tell you how to do this. <laughs> so, but you are a plumber, exactly. and all of your clients should know that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you're ever hiring Bob, I'm uh, not a plumber. <laughs> he is a plumber and electrician. Uh, he is a real estate whiz. He also has connections to the government, <laughs> to the government. federal and local, <laughs> and can make anything happen. So don't let him tell you you can't. <laughs> That's a lie. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But uh, and there's also nothing wrong with trying to sell your house on your own. I'm just saying that because <laughs> I don't want you to take the wrong thing from me here. But it's terrible and don't do it. So just get an agent, make your life easy. Yeah. That's my opinion. Yeah. If you did it on your own, more power to you, you're stupid. It's and very possible. You, very and everybody yeah. says things about you behind your back, especially about your shitty yeah. potato salad. So <laughs> I'm speaking of potato salad, happy Thanksgiving. Oh, sorry. I went on a tangent. We could go. <laughs> happy Thanksgiving. What are you guys' plans for today? We're going to be we're, together. Yeah, we're going to be at dad's. Are you? Yeah, we're yeah. at dad's. Oh, that's right. I'm going to David's family's for uh, for Thanksgiving. We're going to be seeing his parents and I believe his sister and her new baby. 
uh, oh, which is so very exciting. exciting. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and obviously her kids and uh, her husband, Brian. So it's it's going to be a, a lot of fun. His mom, <laughs> we called them uh, maybe like two weeks ago and we were like, oh, you know, we're making the plans for Thanksgiving and yada, yada, yada. And I said to her, I was like, I was like, can I bring anything? I was like, you know, is there anything that I can bring? And she's like, no, no, it's fine. And I was like, and, and I was like, are you sure I can bring something? And she was like, no, really, I've got it. And I was like, you don't want like the Italian butter cookies? And she was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, yeah, I'll take the Italian butter cookies. I was like, okay, I'll make the Italian butter cookies. So uh, I'm I'm making Italian butter cookies to bring with me today. <laughs> <laughs> To Thanksgiving and it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm very, I'm looking forward to it because we haven't seen his family uh, all together, kind of sitting down to dinner in a while, and it'll be nice to to get to do that. And that's it. Yeah. yeah. You said you have a friend coming. Yeah. Um. One of my friends is coming to Thanksgiving dinner today. Who? <laughs> uh, my friend Nancy. Is she's the listener, Nancy? Yes, she is a listener. Oh, that's exciting. We yeah. love Nancy. Yes, we do love Nancy. And she's bringing a friend. Uh, no. I thought there was someone else. Uh, it's possible that Chris will be coming with us because his family's Thanksgiving possibly imploded by this point. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> well, I hope that that didn't happen, but yeah. if it did... I, I hope so, too. But <laughs> uh, I hope he enjoys Thanksgiving with you guys. Um, by the way, save me a leg. Okay. And I will I will come and get it on Saturday? When, what, what are our plans this weekend? <laughs> I don't remember. I don't know. I have a ton of shit to do. I'm, I'm, I have a lot of stuff. Like some of it, I can't really talk about. Uh, I'm going to be filming something next week that I can't really talk about yet. You're gonna have to uh, tell me when cameras are off. <laughs> well, cameras. there aren't any cameras, so I can <laughs> tell you right now if, if those when are the, the only qualifications. Off, Jesus, <laughs> forgive me. We've been recording for a few hours now. Um, yeah. I uh, I am filming something that I can't really tell you about right now, but I will tell you when it's when it is appropriate to tell you. Um, yeah, and that's it. That's the big that's the big spoiler. <laughs> There's no news. No news is good news. <laughs> uh, what? It's Robin Hood men's tights. I know it is. It's funny. <laughs> I hadn't thought of that in a long time. <laughs> Uh, and as is tradition for Thanksgiving, oh, we are Lord, coming to you me. guys with a very special true crime episode. We have uh, we have a good one planned for today. Am I mistaken? I'm... Yeah, no, it should be fun. I don't know how to say this person's name, but it is it is a as is customary here at my spooky gay family. We have chosen a true crime incident. That yeah. uh, is somehow involving eating. <laughs> In the words of Jessica, I'm a scared. I'm a scared. <laughs> <laughs> you should be, because wait until you get this. Is this going to gross me out? Yes. yes. Again? Oh, God. <laughs> are there, like, nipple belts and, like, scrotum there, purses? There are like... no nipple belts, but there are... There are, Some of this is bad. <laughs> what what did you say... Now. Because you said you told this to Sarah the other night and there was like some She qualifier? said that it started at nipple belt levels of gross. Started? And gets worse. And gets worse. That is what Sarah said. She said not to hold her to that, but 
So we're moving from uh, accessories to ready to wear with this one. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck. I mean, to be fair, I did not do the research on this episode. So Sam did. We're going to be learning together. But if I'm not mistaken, I think I know a bit about this case. Mm -hmm. Because obviously I listen to true crime podcasts on my own. And I believe that I have heard... A little bit about this one in the past. Uh, what is his name, Sam? His name is Armin Mivis. Mivis. Yes. I thought it was Muse. <laughs> I was like Armin no, Muse. The, the correct German p- pronunciation is Mivis. Mivis. He is from Germany. Yes, he is. So we're going Germany into the land of Germany today. Oh, no. And anyone who knows Germany <laughs> knows that it is a <laughs> fucked up, dark place of craziness. <laughs> oh no. And they did not disappoint in this Thanksgiving episode of My Spooky Game Family. Oh my God. So, gird your loins, Barb. We are going to learn a little bit about Armin Mivis. Mivis Beacon teaches typing. <laughs> the Ivis is silent in, in America. America. <laughs> yeah, we're going to learn a lot about Armin Mivis. Oh, now, God. is Armin Mivis... Well, we'll learn. Because <laughs> I, I have questions about which which person Armin is in this equation. Okay. Well, in we'll this get equation? There. It's an equation. Is he a math This user? is practically <laughs> geometry. Oh, fuck. I was terrible at geometry. Yeah, you're not going to like this either. <laughs> Sorry, Bob. Oh, God. She's got her phone out. This is bad. There's, there's have all kinds notes. of notes. It's, oh, no. Are we ready? I'm. Are you ready? I. I don't have if a choice. If you had to guess, what do you think it is? If I had to guess, yeah. If you were just like guessing off the top of your head, what do you think Armin Mivis is about? I feel. I don't. I mean, like, oh god. Um, <laughs> if, we're, if we're staying to tradition, there will be eating, which Maybe. you said. I think right. Anyway, so I'm right. I mean, that. in some way, our Thanksgiving episodes always. Includes some kind of a family dinner. Oh, no. <laughs> that was not just like... That was like supposed to be like a hint, right? Like a family dinner? What, did he like cook his family and eat them? I cannot tell you. So that's what happened. So he had his own <laughs> fucking thing where he just cooked up some children and his wife... It is Germany. And just fucking sat down... <laughs> it's very Hansel and Gretel. Very Hansel and Gretel. <laughs> made some taters. <laughs> What's taters, precious? <laughs> and then fucking ate everybody. I can't tell you, but I can tell you that by the end of this story, you're going to wish that's what it fucking was. What? <laughs> it's worse than that? What, eat the whole town? Just knocked on every fucking door? <laughs> Just showed up and he's like, where's the beef? <laughs> start eating people. I really hope we're not overhyping this. Overhyping? <laughs> I don't think you can overhype this. <laughs> That's fair. If it, if it is the story I remember. Oh, fucking Christ. Okay. Are we ready? Sure, hit Are me. you ready? <laughs> <laughs> Are you telling me I don't have any money? <laughs> well then, shall we have our coffee in the living room? <laughs> Everybody's gonna think we're fucking psycho. <laughs> we are fucking psycho, so it works out. <laughs> We're about to talk about. Well, I, th- I don't think we're quite I'm this bad. I'm on Goldman. <laughs> okay. I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> so Armin Mivis was born on December first, nineteen sixty-one. That's yes. important. Yeah. Wait, what? No. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I was like, it's already disgusting. 
He lived with his father, mother, and two older half-brothers until the age of eight when his father abandoned the family. So he ate them. Shortly thereafter. (laughs) (laughs) The two older brothers also left, leaving Armin alone with his overbearing mother. Oh, Mm. isn't that how this always fucking starts? Always an overbearing mother. Same thing with Ed Gein. Yeah. Always an overbearing mother. They talked about this in um, that show, Criminal, whatchamacallit, you know what I'm talking about. Criminal Minds? Intent? No, with Jonathan... Criminal Minds. Is it Criminal... No, it's the... Mindhunter. Yes, Mindhunter. Mind Hunter, not yeah, mind not hunter. Mind Hunter. I'm oh, sorry, that's just how. I no, say I, it. I was saying for my own clarification because <coughs> oh, I failed to enunciate. Yeah, I do it too. I would say Mind Hunter instead of Mind hunter. Mind Hunter, Mind Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> that's the German version. <laughs> oh, mind <no>. Hunter. <laughs> this is Hunter. He is my Hunter. With Armin Mindes. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so at about the age of 12, he began having fantasies of slaughtering and eating his male friends. These fantasies grew more and more intense as he got older. As a young man, he enlisted in the German army and served for 12 years. Ultimately, he failed to make a career of it, but the men under his command all agreed that they liked Mivis and that he was a good soldier. (laughs) (laughs) Mivis reported that he felt little to no urges to cannibalize another person while he was in the army. So apparently... The structure helped. I don't know. The structure helped. <laughs> Turns out He's all... like, yeah, I don't know. In the army, everyone's a little too tough. <laughs> Just had not a really a lot of, good routine. Not a <laughs> lot of fat on the bones. <laughs> A good routine will just get rid of all of those cannibalistic tendencies. That's <laughs> why so I took up knitting. <laughs> He's just too tired because they woke him up at fucking 5 a.m. <laughs> He's like, I can't eat anyone today. I'm sleeping. Think about it. When you come home from work, do you have time to cook or do you order out? You don't have time to fucking fry up a just private. Just eat the delivery guy. <laughs> 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 Funny you should say that. <laughs> Oh, shit. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. After leaving the army, Mivis began working as a computer repair t- technician in Rotenburg, Germany, where his mother lived so that he could take care of her following a bad car accident that she'd had. He cared for his... He put her in. <laughs> <laughs> he her in the car. He's like, mom was in an accident. <laughs> it's like that comedian. Yeah, boom, boom. Put it in reverse. Yeah, boom, boom. <laughs> Poor mom. He cared for his mother for three years until her death in 1999 from a heart attack. And he ate her. Once his mother had died, <laughs> <laughs> he eats her. Armin was left with a large empty house in the country. <laughs> and he... a really big root cellar. <laughs> and a freezer. <laughs> and no money for food. <laughs> he built a shrine to her in her bedroom, complete with plastic mannequin that he would tuck in at night. Was Ed oh. Gein his best friend? <laughs> <laughs> they were pen I think Ed Gein was dead at this point. He lived alone and had no girlfriends or boyfriends as far as anyone was aware. He continued to perform well at his job. He babysat his neighbor's four children often, and he was generally considered to be an all-around nice, if lonely, man. Did he have girlfriends? Yes, he was briefly engaged to a woman, but she broke it off. Can Good imagine why. her. Well, apparently it was because his mother didn't like her. <laughs> Even better for her. <laughs> yeah, she really dodged a bullet. imagine... <laughs> So the other thing that Armin got into after his mother's death was internet porn. He particularly favored videos with torture or pain as part of the show. Not when they say internet porn. Like it's that different from any other kind of porn. Internet porn. (laughs) It's internet porn. It's not on the street porn. (laughs) They don't come and perform it for you like they used to. (laughs) He used to call 1-800-DO-PORN-IN-MY-LIVING-ROOM. 
Now it's this lazy internet porn. I think that's too many numbers. <laughs> it was Germany. There's no such thing as too many numbers. It's just the numbers go on and on. Oh my God. So through this obsession, he also found chat rooms and internet forums for people with a cannibalism fetish. Including a website now defunct called the Cannibal Cafe. Which how do people find this? Th- apparently through internet porn. <laughs> <laughs> but like, how do they? Imagine there has to be one person who's crazy enough to be like, "I'm gonna say I do it so that other people like me find it." You know what I mean? Like, could you imagine going out in public and being like, "I'm a cannibal," and having and just like trusting that someone out there is gonna be like, "You know what?" <laughs> Funny you should mention it. <laughs> so anyway, the Cannibal Cafe included his disclaimer distinguishing fantasy from reality. On this website, he was connected with hundreds of other people who either wanted to cannibalize another human being as well as those who wanted to be cannibalized. Okay. But uh, did this include people who already had? It was supposed to all be fantasy. Yeah, so no fantasy. one was supposed to have actually done oh, it. Oh, I see. It's a kink. It's a, yeah, it's a kink form. Yeah. Oh, not, I see. Not to disparage kink, because this is not kink. This is way worse. No, this is, this is not kink. This is fetishism. Okay. Uh. <clears throat> no, that's the clinical definition. Oh, really? Yeah. I was it, like, it, it this is, feels <laughs> a step beyond it is, fetish. It is a clinical fetish. <laughs> this is beyond obsession. <laughs> <laughs> No, fetishism is considered a paraphilic disorder, which is a thing that I learned while doing this research, and now you all get to know too. What does that mean? A paraphilic disorder is any sexual urge or fantasy that is distressing to the person having it and involves the harm of the person doing it or doing harm to others. I always thought fetish was much more benign than that. Having a fetish can be benign, but certain fetishes are not. Things like... But isn't it rooted in the idea that you have to be harmed by it? Well, yes, but we're talking about, like, necrophilia and, well, not necessarily harmed because coprophilia is included in that. What's coprophilia? Uh, that's shit. Oh. Oh, Why copper? (laughs) (laughs) I would have gone more in the brown direction. (laughs) (laughs) Coprophilia. That sounds more like a euphemism. Yeah, it kind of is. Uh, (laughs) I'm going to (laughs) coprophilia. But yeah, no, that's, oh, are you? That's, Grab that's, away. And they're like, no. <laughs> but yeah, no, so that's paraphilic disorder. Um, if you want to know more about it and really want to screw up your search history, go ahead and Google it. I don't. <laughs> okay, so initially, according to Mivis, he answered other people's ads, people who wanted to be cannibalized. He met a few of them and found them unwilling to go through with it for some reason. You're kidding. <laughs> I'm shocked. (laughs) He also answered an ad for a man who wanted to be nailed down and beaten to death. What? Which Mivas considered too weird. (laughs) That's too much. Yeah, that was that was over the line. (laughs) That was way too much. They had an intervention for him. (laughs) (laughs) Just walking away like that was fucking weird. All right, Jesus. We have to talk. So in 2000, posting under the pseudonym Frankie, mute, I can't speak. Mivis posted his own muse. ad. You were going to say Muse. I was going to because say Because it's Muse. It's what it Germans looks like. are crazy. <laughs> Mivis. There's <laughs> no V. <laughs> Blargendorf. <laughs> 
Mivas posted his own ad looking for a quote-unquote normally built 18 to 30-year-old to be slaughtered and consumed. <laughs> and nobody questioned it because they were like, it's Berlin. It's, <laughs> it's Rotenberg. And it was sung by Cher. She was like, it's Berlin. <laughs> <laughs> so you want to hear the crazy part? How, How many, many answers? Yeah. He received over 200 replies You're to the kidding. ad. You're kidding. I'm, I'm not shocked. Kidding. <laughs> he actually met with five of them that we know of. One was dismissed due to a lack of sexual chemistry. One got so far as to be chained to the bed with the butchery marks drawn on him before he changed his mind. And he allowed it. Yes, he did. You One... know, <laughs> I'm going to give him points for consent. Yeah, no, he was very, very insistent upon the consent part of this. I okay. almost can't fault him then. It's like, <laughs> it's, you can't, he's not like a serial killer who just like attacks people in their driveway. It's like, would you like to come upstairs and let me kill you? And they're like, <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? You make a good case. <laughs> you know what? Okay. <laughs> Another one got so far as lying on the butchering table before complaining that he felt ill and said he wanted to leave. It was a table? There was a table, there was a bed, there but there was also a bench. We'll get to it when we get a bench. Yeah. <clears throat> what kind of bench? Like a like a, a sawhorse kind oh. of a thing. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it wasn't the the slaughter room, quote unquote, was kind of very it was very hostile. H O S T E L. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Bob's face, all of a sudden, he's not feeling as jokey anymore. <laughs> we know where this is going. Finally, on February 14th, 2001, a man named Bernd Jürgen Armando Brandis. Oh, I feel like that's a horrible name if you're going to be someone's food. Bernd Jürgen. You can't be Bernd Jürgen. <laughs> well, it's Bernd. B-E-R-N-D. Burned your ass. That's his name. <laughs> Burned your ass. He's not, he's not even a good cook. He was a 43-year-old engineer from Berlin. Oh, he opened up his, uh, his age range. Yeah, I guess, yeah. Yes. <laughs> I guess, he, you know, beggars can't be choosers. You get what you get, and you don't get upset. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, Brandis answered the ad. Mivis insists that he answered an ad that Brandis posted, but the computer evidence says otherwise. They begin to send emails back and forth discussing details about each other's fantasies and the best way to butcher Brandis and use his corpse. Brandis suggested using his skull as an ashtray. They finally decide on That's a date to perform the act. Mm. Yes, it is. Honestly, this um, this happened well after Ed Gein were in 2000, so it's it possible he was inspired. inspired. Yeah. Seems like it. <clears throat> Bring on the nipple belts. <laughs> <laughs> so on March 9th, 2001, Brandis boarded a train in Berlin and took it to Castle, Germany, where Midas picked him up. Castle, Germany? K-A-S-S-E-L. Oh. Castle Germany yep. sounds like a horrifying video game. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, Mivas picked him up at the train station, and then they went to his home in Rotenburg where they had sex. Brandis wasn't satisfied and wanted Mivas to bite off his penis. What? <laughs> <laughs> and this is where it gets fun. <laughs> fun for who? <laughs> Not for Brandis. <laughs> well, well he I guess it was yeah. for Brandis. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Mivas felt uncomfortable eating Brandis alive, so they went back to the train station. Mivas changed his mind as Brandis was getting out of the car and said that he'd do it if Brandis was sufficiently drugged. 
Brandis agreed, so they drove to a pharmacy, picked up painkillers and cough syrup, and went back to my house. Just pick up painkillers at a pharmacy in Germany. They've got that good health care. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, my butt itches, and they're like, here's six, painkillers, here's six here's boxes coding. of opium. <laughs> <laughs> this is why Bernie Sanders is so annoyed with all of that. <laughs> He's like, do you know that we could have painkillers at Walgreens that you can just get off the shelf? <laughs> So they picked up painkillers and cough syrup and went back to Midas' house. Cough syrup in case he choked on it. I guess. He's like, I'm feeling a bit raw. A nice strong <laughs> Robitussin taste. <laughs> they immediately go into the quote-unquote slaughter room on the second floor that contains a bed, a table, and a bench for butchering. As agreed, Midas will videotape the entire thing. Somebody had to watch this? Yes. I'm assuming about 12 people. <laughs> Imagine getting called for that fucking jury. You're like, you couldn't just give me like one person. You, could, you, give, drunk you couldn't give me a landlord dispute. You right? give me dick eating. You couldn't give me like the one fucking guy who jaywalked at the wrong time of day. Like anything. I got to get the fucking dick eater from Kessel. <laughs> dick eaters from Kessel. It sounds like a planet in Star Wars. Kessel is a planet in Star Wars. I think it's Kessel is what I meant Kessel is a place in Germany. The dick eaters of Kessel. Han Solo's like... Bert Bert and Yergi or whatever his name is. Bert Bert and Ernie. Burned Jurgen Armando Burns. Bert and Ernie eating each other's dicks on Mugus on Sesame Street. I'm calling him Bert Ernie from now on. I can't remember that name. He's getting his dick bit off. Bert and Ernie. Does he live through this? Does he like go to the defense stand? Like, is he saying like, yes, that is my dick that you were watching me Well, Well, listen up. Let's see. Also, that's a great drag king name. Bert Nerney. Bert Nerney. Bert Nerney. Yeah, oh gosh, that is a good one. Bert Nerney. <laughs> After Brandis takes 20 painkillers and drinks an entire bottle of coffee. He died outright. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, the painkillers could also be like aspirin. They didn't specify what mm. type of painkillers. It may, I don't, it may I don't just know if be like regular aspirin as a painkiller. Like regular over the counter, like acetaminophen or yeah, ibuprofen. It's not going to like numb it. Yeah, like that's the thing. I was going to say, painkillers don't make you, like, like you're going to feel that. Yes, you Maybe are. Maybe that was the draw. <laughs> are you ready? No, but you're already <laughs> here. Bring so, on Bert and Ernie. <laughs> Bert and Ernie. Final showdown. <laughs> Finish him. <laughs> it's like Bruce from Matilda. <laughs> You can do it, Bruce. <laughs> That's not what we meant. That's not what we meant. <laughs> this is disgusting. Why did I come back to this shit? Thanksgiving, I'm going like on a holiday. It's the holidays. You come. Fucking you come Christ. with family. Yeah, you're here for family. This is for me. <laughs> so is Bert and Ernie. <laughs> to get his dick bit off. <laughs> that is not for family. <laughs> Maybe not your family. <laughs> this is disgusting. <laughs> oh, fucking crazy. Let's go. Come on. Okay, so after Brandis takes 20 painkillers and drinks an entire bottle of cough syrup, he again asks Mivis to bite off his penis. Mivis tries, but finds it too difficult, though he does manage to burst both of Brandis's testicles. Oh. <laughs> Oh, God. 
Sorry, I knew that was going to manages to. I managed to do it. <laughs> I, I, I just barely got to do it. God. Yeah. No. It's gross. But it goes on. <laughs> defeated, Mivus goes downstairs to get a kitchen knife. What? He returns and has Brandis stand so that his penis is on the table on a chopping board. Stand? Yes. He had previously been on the bed. Jesus. Why is this still happening? <laughs> <laughs> the first knife proves too dull for the job, so Mivus has to... <laughs> Luke Cage. I don't know why this guy is. Is he like freaking Wolverine? I <laughs> 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 oh, bent my knife. Too tall to cut off his <laughs> Yes. What is he down there? A cactus? What the fuck is this man's penis? No wonder he wants it removed. It is a freak of nature. <laughs> He's like, you should bite my dick off because it's made of rock. He broke all of his teeth. He's a man. No wonder he wants it gone. What the fuck is this? He's a dick man. He's oh <laughs> Steely dick. His, his dick's burnt, so it's like it's like super crispy now. You can't you can't just use a regular knife on that. You gotta get a specialty. So the first knife proves too dull for the job, so Mivas has to go back downstairs to fetch a sharper one. After successfully amputating Brandis's penis, after which Brandis apparently screamed for twenty to thirty seconds. Surprise! I'm shocked. <laughs> this is when he started screaming, not yes. when he popped his nuts and oh bent my God. the knife on his Apparently, dick. he stopped screaming after thirty seconds and said that it didn't hurt anymore. Yeah, he's probably in shock. I would think so. Yeah, I would imagine that was probably a shock situation. Yes, almost certainly. Oh my God. So anyway, after he amputates Brandis's penis, Mivus cuts it in half and offers half of it to Brandis, who attempted to eat it raw. Oh. Unfortunately, I'm sorry. <laughs> this is the noise you made. <laughs> the worst sushi ever. Oh, God. Unfortunately, since the human penis is mostly fibrous tissue, he found it too tough or chewy to eat. This man's rock penis. <laughs> My- I got a rock <laughs> penis. <laughs> penis. It's such a fucking rock. <laughs> so Mivus then brings That's your new parrot. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, this is so bad. Continue. Sorry. Mivus then brings both pieces of penis downstairs. Both and- pieces of penis. <laughs> yes. is not a sentence I ever thought. I would hear in my life. Nor one that anyone should. <laughs> Did you bring down both pieces of penis? <laughs> oh, this is too much. Kit Kat, make sure you have one to share. <laughs> Break me off a, a piece, piece of that, that rock dick. <laughs> and you know, normally I say I can't make fun of the victim oh because God. like, I don't they know are if a victim. you can call Brandis a victim, though. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, I don't know if this guy qualifies. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, anyway. Mm-hmm. Mivus brings both pieces of penis downstairs to the kitchen. <laughs> How do you say that with a straight face? <laughs> Reese's penis. <laughs> downstairs to the kitchen and washes it, blanches it, and attempts to saute it with salt, pepper, garlic, and a little wine. A little wine. You know? <laughs> I'm very hungry. 
Unfortunately, again, the penis being made of mostly fibrous tissue, it shrivels up in the pan and burns, making it inedible. Oh. And that's how we got the name <laughs> Burnt Dick or Burnt Nerdy. <laughs> Brandis is disappointed when Mivis returns to him and delivers the news that they can't eat his penis. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Now, How is he not dead? Like, hasn't he bled out <laughs> at this point? Now, Brandis has been bleeding for about an hour <clears throat> and complains of being cold. So Mivis draws him a bath and helps him into it. He checks on him every 15 minutes over the next three hours, during which time he reads a Star Trek novel. <laughs> Eventually, Brandis stumbles out of the bathroom and Mivis lays him on the bed where he continues to bleed out. At this point, according to Mivis, he, quote unquote, didn't know what to do. He picked up and put down the butcher's knife several times, finally kissed Brandis and cut his throat. Jesus. This is all on tape. Oh, my God. Imagine watching this. Once Brandis was dead, Mivis cut off his head, put the body on a meat hook, and began to butcher Brandis according to guides he'd found on the internet. Oh my god. Guides? Yes, he found videos. Like, this was, like, not quite YouTube yet, but <laughs> apparently there was someone out there. What year was this? 2001. Oh, okay, yeah, we're four years away from YouTube. It started I love that you know that. <laughs> By the way, YouTube came out in 2005. It did. So he removes his internal organs and cuts him in half before starting to cut him into, quote-unquote, commercial cuts of meat. Oh. He even attempted to grind Brandis's bones into flour, but was unsuccessful. Flour? Yes. Can you do that? Apparently not. But I'm saying, like, with, with like, any bones. I wouldn't think so. I mean, the closest thing I can think of is, like, bone meal. But yeah, like, but I don't think you, like... I don't think... That's, I don't... What is bone meal? It's, um... God, I can't even remember what... I don't really know what it's used for because I've never used it. It feels like it would be something in the garden. I don't think it would be something you'd eat, right? Mm. It's not going to leaven anything. No. No, no, no. I just... I can't remember what it's for. I used to stock it at Dean's. Oh. Yeah. Was it from Germany? <laughs> well, I think it was bone broth. You might have met Bert Nerney. Well, think of like bone broth. What do you think that's made from? Well, no, I know, but I, it's not like... It doesn't mm. have like... Bones little little it. bones in it. You know, I know. You don't eat the bones. What is... Hold on, let me look it up. Okay, so he tries to make bone meal. That doesn't go well. I as, know that it's bone meal. But shockingly, does not go well. No. Is this man, like... <laughs> is his IQ on the lower end of the spectrum? No. <laughs> no, no, seriously, like there there no, have been in no. all the research I did, I didn't find a single person who said he was below average intelligence. So bone meal is a mixture of finely and coarsely ground animal bones and slaughterhouse waste products. To form what? Um <laughs> Yeah, I've never heard of bone bread, so Oh, it is a fertilizer. That's what I'm saying. Like it has to be used like outside. Why that... the fuck did I have this in the store then? Maybe it was like flavored flour. I don't know. That's weird. I don't know. Dean's is as fucked up as this story. <laughs> Probably talk to them. <laughs> You're like, it's like hey. you know, this isn't for eating. <laughs> and they're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. Mivus buries Brandis's head and bones in the garden. Cooks he him wanted to be an ashtray. Yeah, I know. He did not fulfill that wish, I guess. That's rude. Right? And terribly unconsensual. 
It is at the bare minimum inconsiderate. Yeah. Inconsiderate. <laughs> so then he cooked himself a piece of Brandis, a rump steak, as he <laughs> called it, a piece of his back. Oh, I thought he was going to be his ass. <laughs> yeah. I was like, he ate his ass. <laughs> really changes the, the territory. He did that before. Now he's eating his back. <laughs> no, you're supposed to stop at the ass. <laughs> but he cooked it with potatoes and Brussels sprouts. <laughs> potatoes. <laughs> yes. Tomatoes. <laughs> Set out candles and his best china and ate his first human flesh, which he reported tasted like pork, but stronger. But stronger. stronger. Yes. I guess more gamey. It's probably saltier. I don't know. Are we gamey? I <laughs> Are I we don't know. Gamey? I've never tried us. <laughs> oh what? I haven't either. <laughs> Thank God. <Jesus. laughs> it's so, got dark. <laughs> <laughs> so two days after Brandis goes missing, his boyfriend reports it to the police. However, Brandis he has got a boyfriend? Yes. However, Brandis has cleared his computer files and there is no tie to Mivis. So are... Hmm. Okay. <laughs> are we to assume that there's a possibility that Brand... What is it? Brandis? Brandis. Brandis. Did not consent to all of this? Uh, no, because again, the videotape. Oh, right. <clears throat> I think he knew what was going to happen. And tried to cover it on his end. I don't think it's much of a cover-up. But then Carrie like... always kept the videotape. <laughs> 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 always delete the videotape. <laughs> Over the next 10 months, Mivis consumed 20 kilograms or 44 pounds worth of Brandis's body. Oh Jesus. my God. I didn't even think there was that much meat on us. <laughs> Apparently there's a good deal. I mean... I, well, I guess if he ate, like, the, the this is going to sound gross, and I apologize. If he ate, like, the organ meat. I don't know. I don't know if he ate the organ meat or not. Because what other meat? He already did. Wasn't that uh, shriveled up in the pan? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm saying, like, his internal organs. I know. I'm <laughs> kidding. Can you get really sick from eating certain internal organs? I mean, I would imagine like the liver or kidneys if they're pancreas? if they're prepared improperly, you could get sick. Why the pancreas? I don't know. Just in my mind, I feel like you can get really sick from eating a pancreas. You pick that one. <laughs> oh, the pancreas? <laughs> Never touch it. Stick oh. to the gallbladder and nothing else. He also rewatches the video periodically for sexual gratification. Of course. <laughs> when he. <laughs> When he begins to run low on meat, he posts another ad in December of 2002. Runs low on meat. Yes, apparently he had about 15 pounds left. <laughs> oh, that's it? <laughs> 15 yeah. pounds of meat ain't enough for him? I guess not. How long did it last? Uh, 10 months. He had it in a freezer. Jesus. That can't, even in a freezer, that can't be good after 10 months. Chicken only lasts like a, a couple a, weeks. He's a freezer Burton brand of sort of so this one is answered by an Austrian college student who asks Mivas if he has ever done this before. Wow. Mivas responds that he has experience and that he quote unquote wouldn't be the first. That's and it turns out that college kid is from uh, Dateline. I don't know. <laughs> the student contacts the police. They put sweet tea out. Oh, good. 
The student contacts the police. Five months later, after accruing enough evidence, Five? the police, they had to go through, like, the chat rooms and all the other stuff to accrue enough evidence to get a search warrant. Oh. Um, the police arrive at Mivas's home with a search warrant. Mm. They take the following. Mivas's computer, video camera, videotapes, three knives, an axe, and a butcher's apron. Oh, my God. In the kitchen, they find a freezer with a false bottom in which there is about 15 pounds worth of what Mivas claimed was wild pig. The beat was taken for forensic analysis. Mivas admitted almost immediately after being arrested that he'd killed Brandis, but insisted that since the killing was consensual that he hadn't committed a crime. It does... It's not an entirely crazy thing to say. It's it's not a totally batshit theory, no. But <laughs> at the same time, you did kill and eat someone, so I mean... it's like... Anyway... <laughs> The police needed almost a year to build a case against Mivas, largely because, and this should be real fun, oh, no. cannibalism wasn't a crime in Germany at the <laughs> time. <laughs> oh my god. And they had to As get... is expected <laughs> for the location. <clears throat> and they had to get creative with the charges. Ultimate, creative. Ultimately, the cannibalism was addressed by a charge of disturbing the peace of the dead. Okay. Which peace? <laughs> 44 pounds worth, apparently. Wish wigs. <laughs> My best wigs. <laughs> there was a great debate in the legal realm of whether or not Mivas could be charged with a crime at all since his victim had been a willing participant. That's, that's kind of where I'm stuck I, on this. Yeah. It's like, it is gross and insane to me, but I'm like, he didn't commit a crime. I mean, he had other people on the butcher's block. Yeah. And they were like, no, I don't really want to do this anymore. And he was like, okay, go. Like, is it a crime if this person consented to the act? I mean, Bert and Ernie was disappointed when he couldn't eat his own penis. So, like... And I guess that does beg the question, like, is this person of sound mind and capable of giving question. consent and in that instance the answer is probably no but i don't i don't i guess we're gonna learn <laughs> yeah. um Mivis is examined by a psychologist who recommends that he is fit to stand trial as he was in complete control of his actions Mivis's lawyer fights for a five-year sentence on a lesser charge of assisted suicide Okay. Because that was illegal. Cannibalism, no. But assisted suicide, <laughs> suicide is illegal. illegal. But eating the person who kills themselves, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Although, isn't that disturbing the peace of the dead? You would think. <laughs> it's a little gray. <laughs> At Mivas's trial, his father testified that he'd been a well-behaved child, but was obsessed with the fairy tale Hansel and Gretel, particularly <laughs> the part where the witch was fattening up Hansel to eat him. The court was that cleared like of the public. Stretch, right? Yeah, a little bit. But, like, you, know, you made that his up. His dad for the was papers. also a dick. Yeah, like you made that up for I'm the media. You didn't need him. <laughs> <laughs> the court was cleared of the public for the viewing of the videotape, which was four and a half hours long. Oh, they watched the whole thing. So they watched it's the, the whole extended thing. version. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? I was like, I can't believe I have to watch the whole Two Towers extended edition. Yeah. They to sit and watch a longer movie with a worse ending. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> the court was clear of the public. Bah, bah, bah. People who saw the tape were reported to have been physically sick and highly disturbed by its contents. I can only but imagine why. why. <laughs> 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 
On January 30th, 2004, Mivas is convicted of manslaughter and sentenced to eight and a half years in prison. That's it? In April 2005, the prosecution appeals that verdict <laughs> and is granted a retrial in order to try to convict Mivas of murder. Okay. In this trial, only 19 minutes of the videotape were shown to jurors. The prosecution focused this time on the fact that Brandis could not have possibly consented knowingly due to the drugs in his system and later the severe impairment of massive blood loss. They also bring up the argument that since Mivas killed Brandis for sexual gratification, it was more than simply that Brandis had asked him to kill him. Wait, repeat that? They also bring up the argument that since Mivas killed Brandis for sexual gratification, that was worded weird. Mivas had more of a motive than simply that Brandis had asked him to kill him. Right. So they're saying it wasn't assisted suicide. It was some kind of sexual gratification. So it wasn't. Right. Even semi-understandable. I don't know if I agree. It's... Because the only reason that he took the drugs was that was like his way of convincing my was what's his name Mivis Mivis to do it. Yeah, he asked him to do it without the drugs, mm-hmm. but there's no proof of that. Unless it's they all it's, the on, it's on the tape. Oh, they taped the sex too. I don't know if they taped the sex, but I believe they taped the second time that Mivis asked him to bite off his penis, which <laughs> would have been after the painkillers and cough syrup. After. Yeah. But I'm saying before. Because no, that would be the determinant of, like, but is it actually then, consensual if he says it before he takes but they, the drugs? Like, they go out to a pharmacy together to get the to drugs. To get these things. He I mean, wasn't on drugs at that point. He knew he he knew what was gonna happen. But again, this is the this is where it becomes so like murky because I'm someone who actually does believe in um, physician aided death. But I don't think, not that I think that's what this is. No. <laughs> so it's like, well, where do I draw the line? At what point does someone have autonomy? You know what I mean? Yeah. Do you have autonomy literally until the very last moment of your life? Is that a thing? Well, they're saying not once you've taken 20 painkillers and drank an entire bottle of coffee. But my, but my point is, like, if you decide that you want to do this... Mm-hmm. Under the influence of something, do you have the right to do that? I'm saying ethically and morally, not necessarily legally. I would argue that if you are, if what you're consenting to do is die, I think you should be of sound mind the entire time. Because even just at the very last second, saying you don't want it should be an option. Should be an option. Hmm. But that's just me. I mean, that's fair. That's a, I, I'm not arguing for... Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying it It does become murky because it's like, well, it's his life. It's his dick. If he wants somebody to eat it, like, <laughs> get yours, girl. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Do you want to turn your dick into a two-piece and a biscuit? <laughs> <laughs> to be I fair, just... the biscuits popped. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> it was his prerogative, but... I, yeah, it's it's kind of a it's kind of an odd because like question even, of autonomy. You can't even argue that he didn't know it was going to happen because the ad specified, like it yeah, was, the ad was, said, "I want to eat your dick." Yeah, it wasn't. <laughs> and he was like, "Yeah, eat my dick." Yeah, like actually, wasn't that his idea? I don't remember. Yeah, it was, yeah, his, it was idea. his idea. Yes, but did he consent to die? Yes. Yeah. When. 
the whole thing when was they to get were first exchanging emails after he answered. He was the like, ad. "I want you to eat my dick and kill me." And well, I guess he had to because he said he wanted to be an ashtray. He wanted to be eaten <laughs> to be an and ashtray. have his entire corpse used for something. So, hmm. Yeah. Is this man still alive? Yes, he is. Which man? Not Brandis. I was like, <laughs> I was like wait, what? I was Armin like, he Mivis. ate 40 pounds of him. And he can't be alive. Armin <laughs> Mivis turns 60 next week. Really? He's only 60? Yes, he was born on December 1st. So, And it was 1961. So, Oh, yeah. He turns 60 that. next week. How about that? How about that? <laughs> on May 10th, 2006, Mivis is convicted of murder and is given a life sentence. After an unsuccessful bid for parole in 2017, he is still incarcerated in Castle Maximum Security Prison, where he is a model prisoner to the point that he is allowed to go on day trips outside of the prison under guard. Oh, okay. We watched, <laughs> he's we in Ohio. Is he going to get fucking Christmas presents in Ohio? Because somebody in Ohio is going to get their dick eaten. <laughs> he's like Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> oh, it gets better. It gets better? <laughs> Did he try? He did escapes? he? No. Christmas oh. shopping. I'm telling you. He also works in the prison library and has since become a vegetarian. I honestly God thought him. you were going to say he worked in the prison like cafeteria, like that he was like a cook. And I was like, <laughs> so help me God. He is the Castle Germany um, red from Orange is the New Black. <laughs> <laughs> Don't fuck with my kitchen. <laughs> Since Mivas' incarceration, he has been examined by many psychologists, and most of them believe him not to be a menace to society, as they argue that he is in complete control of his urges. They say he suffers from a paraphilic disorder, specifically fetishism, but that if released, he would be highly unlikely to reoffend. That was kind of why I, I disagreed with the idea of him being... I don't want to say disagreed, but I struggled with the idea of him being in prison, because it's like, he didn't do anything that anyone told him not to. So it's like... There's no reason to believe in my mind. Well, I guess. Again, it's like in my mind, I'm like, well, nobody told him not to. He didn't do anything he wasn't supposed to. Well, that he wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> that he wasn't uh, given permission to do. Yeah. Even when he was in a position where he could have chose not to do the thing when he was asked not to. So it's like, okay. Is he really a danger or a menace to society I'm... to be out in public? Does he deserve to be imprisoned? I mean, I guess it's... I I agree with you. I just think what it comes down to is the fact that given the option, he would probably do it again with, like, consent Well, given somebody. the option, yes, but... I don't think he... I personally have a hard time believing he would do it without the consent of the other individual. No, I know. I just, I guess it's like, technically speaking... I believe since then, cannibalism has been illegalized in Germany. <laughs> I mean, I would hope <laughs> if so. If this wasn't the catalyst, <laughs> what the fuck would be? Um, in 2007, Mivis was consulted by the police in the murders of two young boys who were the suspected victims of a cannibalistic killer. Mivis was apparently very helpful. So, yes, he is Hannibal Lecter. Oh, my God. He really he's is. He's literally Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> there are several. Well, except he's, I, I would argue that Hannibal Lecter is actually worse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there are several movies and death metal songs based on this case. There are also a number of good documentaries, including Armin Mivis' Interview with a Cannibal, which is available on YouTube. 
and was oh. part of the basis for this research. We're back to YouTube. Did you watch it? I did watch it. It's about 47 minutes long. Is it good? Yeah, I thought so. They don't show any of the tape, do they? No. The, the tape is The tape has never been shown publicly and is not available to see anywhere. I okay, can't good. imagine why. Right? Yeah, like, what the fuck? This, one of the jurors got to burn it as, like, a really? reward. No, I'm kidding. Oh. <laughs> I was like, they let them do that? I was like, Germany is just... The wild, wild insane. west. <laughs> they are literally crazy. Germans are insane. We have no German fans anymore. <laughs> They're like, it's really not like that. <laughs> we just get a bad rap, okay? <laughs> yeah, but... Uh, so, yeah, no, he's Hannibal Lecter, and... Yeah, no, there's still debate going on as to whether or not he should be in prison or not. Is he still? Yes, he's still in prison. He has a, he's been sentenced to life. You know, I don't realistically know if I have an answer for that. I'm going to say something, and this <laughs> might sound totally insane. Okay. I don't know if he belongs in prison. Because you figure, like... The taxpayers are paying to keep him alive. Right. When he is perfectly capable of keeping himself alive and living a somewhat normal life. I mean, I, I guess there is the possibility that he could do it again. But again, it's like if, if the other person consented, like what? I, I don't know. It, it becomes that like, well, is this... Uh, a downward slope mentality that what's what's it called the republican a slippery, slippery, slippery slope, slope uh, mentality where it's like they're like oh well if he would do it once consenting he would do it eventually without consent it's like I don't think he would he seems to have pretty good control over his impulses he hasn't tried to do it in prison not to my knowledge no and that's generally like the big thing is that eventually though he does admit to still having urges and fantasies I mean, I mean, but you can have urges and fantasies and not be dangerous. Yeah. I'm sure there are plenty of people who have fantasies about things that don't go through with them. I mean, when you consider the fact that, like, pedophilia is a paraphilic yeah. disorder. Mm-hmm. And we routinely let them back into society. And they, and they are highly likely to recidivize. That's a fair point. Mm. So, honestly, I think I agree with you. I don't know if he does belong to be in prison. Like, I don't, I don't know if that's fair. I really don't know. Maybe like a care facility. <laughs> the problem is, is that he's been determined legally to not be insane. So they can't just send him to an asylum. I just, the thing that bothers me is that like, if he's not insane, but there's a, it's like, I don't think he's generally dangerous. But he's not insane, so it's like, I don't think he belongs in prison, but I don't know where that means I think he belongs. Yeah. No, I I got you. Because I feel like, I'm not saying an institution. I'm saying, like, a general care facility where it's like someone can keep an eye on him. He's under surveillance all the time where, like, he couldn't go out and, like, do whatever he wanted. But... He could live, like, a halfway normal life. Like, there's no reason to deprive him... Of his life if the only thing stopping it is that we think he might do this again. I think what it comes down to is this this case had a shit ton of media attention because it's it's yeah. gross and it's weird and 
I think that it was such a big deal. I mean, in, in Germany and around the world, even like when I was reading, I was reading articles from like Canada, from mm -hmm. Russia, from all over the fucking place about this case. I think that what it comes down to is that it just weirded people out too much. And they're like, no, they can't deal no, with the idea of him. being That's not OK. So he can't. <laughs> out in society. Yeah, exactly. It's just he just grossed everyone out too much. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's that's fair. <laughs> it, I mean, it is gross. Like, it's, yeah. it's I'm not arguing that what he did wasn't kind of horrific, but kind of. The only thing that doesn't make it horrific for me is that the guy gave consent. It's like, well, I agree. You know I, what I mean? Yeah. Like, no, I, it's it's hard because it's like, I don't, I don't know. He doesn't seem like, like he's not insane. He's not like he he seems like he's in control of his urges. And that's kind of where I am. Where it's like, I almost feel like a crazy person saying that like this guy didn't do anything. <laughs> I know. I mean, I don't think he didn't do anything wrong. I think that slaughtering another human being and eating them is wrong, even well, if, yeah. even if they consent. I I'm saying <laughs> legally wrong, legally wrong, morally and ethically, it's like. Uh... <laughs> well, maybe it's the other way around. Le legally... He did something that is morally and ethically wrong. Yes. But that, in my opinion, like, almost shouldn't be illegal. Like, in a weird way, I don't really know how to approach <laughs> this. It's, it's really a tough spot. It's a weird case. It's It puts you in a weird position. It's, like, legally, I think that there obviously should have been some kind of punishment for this behavior. I think that, honestly, the manslaughter conviction and the eight and a half years in prison was probably was probably maybe a little light but closer to what he deserved but than a life even, sentence like i don't know because this is like it's like we talked about before when somebody didn't when they changed their mind he was like okay go this guy like <laughs> from the way you described it this guy was like eat my dick <laughs> it was yeah. like it was gonna happen. If it wasn't gonna be Armin Mivis. Armin Mivis. If it wasn't gonna be him, it was gonna be somebody else. Like, I don't know. Is it really like manslaughter at that point? Like, like, I don't know. I mean, the thing is, also remember that the way he got caught was putting out another ad to do it again. That's fair. Well, yes, that's a good point. But then we come back to, but he didn't make anyone do it. That's true. That's also a good point. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's I'm like sorry, I'm just watching Bob's face as he processes. It's I know Bob so is literally weird. Bob's brain is literally having a game of tennis over this. Because <laughs> it's it's I don't know because it's like on one hand you're like I want this person behind bars because that's kind of how we like protect the public is that somebody who would be willing to go through with this is technically dangerous. But I've heard people say things in passing, not like this kind of thing, but like, we're like, you know, like, I don't know. I don't know how to like argue this. 
it's like you'll hear people say things that are like a lot more like accepted. Like if somebody ever like like, like the whole um, what's that movie with Keanu Reeves with the dog? Oh, John Wick. Yeah, like somebody's like I would go full John Wick if somebody ever hurt my dog, which I would too. I I get it, but like you know, like somebody says that, like, and we're all like, yeah, and this guy's like, eat my dick, and we're like, okay, you gotta go to prison. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I don't know if I'm explaining it correctly, but it's kind of like. I don't know. It happened between two consenting adults, and like it's 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 weird. It's gross. I don't think it was a great thing to happen because then you but, get into the territory of like, well, there are cultures of people that commit cannibalism. Should we hold them up? Like, like should we? charge them with crimes against humanity. You know what I mean? But we've kind of established at this point that like, well, that's their culture and we just don't go there. Yeah. That's kind of how we deal with that now. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, well, should this person be afforded that same, I don't know, lug, I don't want to call it a luxury, but like, you know what I mean? I mean, I do think that there's a distinction between someone who where that's part of their culture and someone who was raised to believe that that was wrong. I do think there's a distinction there. Just because you don't have... There's no taboo on cannibalism in those cultures. There is a huge taboo on cannibalism in our culture and in ger- German culture as well, despite it not being illegal at the time. Mm-hmm. Um <clears throat> But you could argue that there's a huge taboo against being gay in our culture as well. And we grew up and did it. There is, but nobody (laughs) dies when you're gay. (laughs) Like, like, You sound like we're vampires. Don't tell them we're immortal. (laughs) We live forever. (laughs) Yes, but no one one dies as the result of gay sex, at least not intentionally. And and also not if you ask a Republican. (laughs) <laughs> but th- that know. that two consenting adults thing I do I do think for me kind of hits hits a speed bump when part of it is causing harm to one of the participants like tangible harm. And I agree with you. Again, I'm not I'm not defending his right to do this because I really don't know where I land on this idea. There's just a part of me that sits there and goes, well, And, and not to make this too political a debate, but it's like, well, then what's the difference between something like this and abortion? And I, I understand that abortion is a much more nuanced topic, but some collection of cells, I'm not going to say a person, uh, but something that some people believe to be a person, whether I believe it is or not, ends up dying for the sake of the safety or the 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 whatever it is of another person again i believe two completely different things but somehow oddly related okay you know what i mean i think so (laughs) (laughs) it's like well where why do we draw the line here on this thing but not here on this thing or why do we draw the line 
like, why is this thing socially acceptable and this other thing is not? I I mean, I think it. I think of it kind of similarly to the way I think of the death penalty. It's there's a line there too for me. Anyway, I don't think that the death penalty is correct. Mm-hmm. And I think it's you are talking about a collection of cells I versus agree. a fully I'm, formed, I'm not trying to insinuate sentient human being. Yeah, I'm not trying to insinuate that a fetus is a person because I don't think that it is. But I, I it, again, it's like. I, I don't know how to explain it. I, I do, do you understand what I mean? I, I do. It, realistically, it's just... Realistically, it's just that, like... I don't really know that there's, like, an answer. I don't think there is either. Because the question, again, comes back to, like... At what point do we as individuals feel that someone loses their autonomy? That's that's the big question. And I know that you, Sam, said that you feel, especially in this instance, that because he was under the influence of uh, some substances, he does he loses the right to make a choice like that because he is under the influence of he is impaired. He is not in his right mind. That right. That plus the massive blood loss, the shock. But don't you think. I mean. Again, I guess it's difficult to say because we'll never know. I was like, well, he seemed to be ready to do it before any of this had been taken. And again, we don't know what he was under the influence of. I know he drank a bottle of cough syrup, so there's a chance he might have been slightly drunk. Well, that plus 20 painkillers. Well, I I mean, again, was it Tylenol? Was it? An I'm, opiate? Like, what What was he under the influence I mean, of? I, I don't know the specifics of what type of painkillers they were, but he had to have been drugged enough that Mivas was comfortable enough to attempt what Brandis wanted him to do. Because mm-hmm. that was Mivas' whole thing, was he wasn't comfortable doing it with Brandis completely sober. So... Well, because Mivas was under the impression that he was going to kill and, he, and eat him. Yes. Which I think was the fantasy for him, if I'm not mistaken. Well, Whereas, there's actually an interesting distinction with that because he insists that the killing is not part of the fantasy. It's really just It's just the, the eating. eating. So he didn't want necessarily to kill him? Yeah. That's why he hesitates with the knife, is he, he was not... I don't want to say mentally prepared, but he, he wasn't... He wasn't all gung-ho about the slaughtering part. It was the eating part that he was after. So you think if he could have, like, surgically removed a part of Brandis, he would have eaten it happily? Yeah. I mean, I like weird food. I can't... (laughs) I can't really judge a man's appetite. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. <laughs> because especially if the idea is not that he wants to inflict harm upon people, but that he has this weird fetish of eating human meat. I mean, I would argue that implicitly does harm to someone. Well, if you 
got someone to will their body to you after death. The the thing though is that like if you get like a tattoo, if you have surgery, if you like you're asking somebody essentially to harm you. You know yeah, what I'm but saying? you're also not allowed to get tattooed drunk for that exact That's reason. fair. But, like, you get my point, though, right? Like, it's yeah. not that I agree with this. It's just that's where... Like, I know. It's so... I'm, I'm not trying to convey that I'm in some way defending no, his actions. No, I know. It's just... But it's hard because at the same time, it's like... Brandis wanted this. So it's like, not that that makes it cool. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just... You know, you get what I'm saying. I do. It's, it's a very to the fact that they very point, misty road. The fact that they point out that he was disappointed that he burned the penis in the pan. Yeah, like he was that into what was happening. But he again, as Sam said, he was inebriated somehow. I mean, yeah, but... incapacitated in out of his mind. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would argue if you want someone to eat you, you're out of your mind before you take the painkillers. I mean, yeah, like, who am I to judge? It wasn't like he was like, no, I don't want to do this. And he was like, here, take these drugs. And then he was like, yeah, I'm kind of into it now. It was like, it's like I said before, they went out to get the drugs because otherwise, what is his name? Mavis. 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 Mavis Beacon wasn't going to be into Mavis it. Mavis Beacon. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I'm interested to hear what our listeners think. If you think that uh, that Mivis was absolutely wrong, let us know. If you think that Mivis may have been right, let us know. We'd love to hear your thoughts on the case, and uh, happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> Now go eat a bunch of turkey. Yeah, go eat a bunch of turkey. We hope you enjoyed this episode. It was particularly gruesome, and uh, I I probably will end up putting a little uh, warning, <laughs> a content yeah. warning at the no. top of this episode. Yeah, definitely. But, uh, I hope you guys enjoyed it. And please let us know what you think of the case. If this is something that's familiar to you, we're uh, that much more eager to hear from you, to hear your familiar. thoughts on it. I'm saying familiar in terms of the case. Oh, oh gosh. Like they'd heard of it. I was like, yeah. like what? Uh, and we will be back next week on Patreon. We are going to be listening, or listening to, we are going to be <laughs> discussing the final film in the Lord of the Rings franchise as part of movies that made us gay we are discussing the return of the king only on patreon.com slash my spooky gay family and we'll be back next thursday with a brand new episode wherever you are listening so until then stay spoopy and remember it tastes like pork a bit more harsh substantial my Spooky Gay Family features music by Nate Walker, artwork by David Elon, and this episode contains clips from Interview with a Cannibal, distributed by The Devil is in the Details 2021. Please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, leave us a nice message, and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Patreon, and YouTube. My Spooky Gay Family is a product of Barbara Duel Productions. Barbara Duel.